This is National Native News. I'm Antonia Gonzalez. The Canadian government says it will pay for a feasibility study of a landfill site in Winnipeg. The site is believed to hold the remains of two Indigenous homicide victims. As Dan Karpinchuk reports, Winnipeg police say it was not possible to search the site because of the passage of time and the 10,000 truckloads of garbage dumped in the area. When Winnipeg's police chief made that decision, there were calls for him to resign. He said he understood the pain and the sorrow people were feeling, but he would not step down. The Premier of Manitoba and the Mayor of Winnipeg both said operations at the landfill would be paused while officials mulled over their next steps. The remains are believed to be two of the victims of alleged serial killer Jeremy Skibicki. The 35-year-old is already facing four counts of first-degree murder. In Ottawa, Crown Indigenous Relations Minister Mark Miller says the federal government would look into a feasibility study of the landfill. This is something where we are working with the city of Winnipeg Police Force, the province of Manitoba and, and, and the mayor's office to make sure that we are having a coordinated approach with what is a very, very difficult situation for families looking for uh, perhaps even to recover remains of, of their lost ones. Meanwhile, Indigenous advocates say the arrest of Skibiki shows vulnerable women and girls are subject to dangerous outcomes if governments don't work together to end gender and race-based violence. The National Family and Survivors Circle says Indigenous women are disproportionate victims of violence in Canada due to unchecked racism and misogyny. For National Native News, I'm Dan Karpinchuk. Wednesday marks the first recognition of National Ribbon Skirt Day in Canada. January 4th will now be an opportunity for people to celebrate and learn about Indigenous culture. A bill to recognize the day passed Parliament last month. The day raises awareness about injustices, racism and discrimination against Indigenous people. The day came about after First Nation youth was shamed at school for wearing a ribbon skirt. The Canadian government says it's working in partnership with Indigenous people to protect and promote their culture and traditions. Thunder Valley, a Lakota empowerment organization, has raised $100,000 for its next workforce development group to provide education, mentorship, and leadership opportunities. South Dakota Public Broadcasting's CJ Keene has more. The 10-month workforce program targets Native young adults unsure of their next steps in life. Lynette Killsback, Thunder Valley Workforce Development Director, says those entering the program will finish with a life skill. Like carpentry, plumbing, electricians, you know, to even get in the skill set, get even in, in that profession. Uh, I think it takes a special person to to learn that and help out people like, like me who don't know a lick of construction. Some contractors out there require at least 300 hours of on-hands training with, you know, the tools. Those are probably the main focus points that we help them get started with. Killsback says previous participants have found success. A lot of them are employable once they leave my program. Uh, so they get picked up by contractors, whether it be up there in Rapid City or wherever they go to. You know, we also have the Oglossu Tribal Housing Authority, where I currently have four of my past core participants who currently work for them. But Killsback says participation goes beyond learning trade skills. We also work on that individual as a whole. Holistically, uh, we help them um, learn the culture. So we teach them how to pray. Every morning we give thanks, we smudge each other off, we offer a prayer, um, and we get out started on with our day. The core participants, they have the opportunity to learn language, our Lakota language, uh, the opportunity to participate in our customs and practices, you know, like our sweat ceremony. Killsback says applicants include enrolled or eligible members of any federally recognized tribe between the ages of 18 and 26. For National Native News in Rapid City, I'm CJ Keene. And I'm Antonia Gonzalez.
National Native News is produced by Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation with funding by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Support for law and justice-related programming provided by Hobbs, Strauss, Dean & Walker, a national law firm dedicated to promoting and defending tribal rights for nearly 40 years. More information available at HobbsStrauss.com. Support by Ramona Farms, offering wholesome and delicious foods from our heirloom crops as our contribution to a better diet for the benefit of all people. We are honored to share our centuries-old farming and culinary traditions online at RamonaFarms.com. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.